Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm all day in my, I'm all day in my, I'm all day in my dark sunglasses. Yeah. Oh boy, here we go, folks. I don't know if I have enough face masks in my house right now to make sure all of you people are feeling safe. While you're listening to the Situation Room, I know, you know, they're talking about, you know, four or five, six masks. The more masks that you wear, bitches, you know what? You're going to make other people, their emotional state feel so much better if you have like a damn garbage bag on your face. Welcome to the program, folks. This is the Situation Room. I, of course, am the emotional meatball. The godfather of talk radio, Rocky Stucci. Uh, Looks like I was coming a little hot there. On uh, my OBS there, let me let me kick that back just a little bit right about there. There we go. Now we're looking much better. Uh, welcome to the program, kids. So much to talk about, and my camera just doesn't know if it wants to stay in focus or not, but I got a trick to that. You know, whenever I go out of focus, I just pull up show notes usually, and usually it does things, and then it usually comes back into focus, but it don't want to play nice today, and I don't even care. I don't even care because as long as you can hear me, we're good. Uh, you know, I don't know what to say, folks. You know, here's the thing. I, I have been off of work now. This is my first full week I've been off of work. And um, everybody knows what's going on. And so I'm able to kind of follow current events more now um, than I usually do. And I'm kind of angry, right? Because I'm able to actually pay more attention to the, the psychotic shit that is going on in um, our political system. And it is horrifying. I, I don't know about you guys, but it is absolutely horrifying to me. Um, it, it, you know, here's the deal. This is what we're under. We are facing, it is Obama version two plus the squad, you know, with the new green deal, um, the shutting down of the economy and, and Hey, don't mind, don't mind. They, they, they got ideas, right? Um, you know, all the, uh, the oil workers, you know, they can find new jobs and, and they plan on coming up with millions of new jobs, millions, their words, not mine. You know, John Kerry's back in the picture and he's going to be part of the initiative, of all these Green New Deal policies, shutting down the economy, destroying the economy. They didn't get to finish what they started with Obama in eight years. You know, I get so upset at this because I love my damn country. You love our damn country. And, uh, you know, we have things that we are truly concerned about. I'm watching Joe Biden speak there is no damn way. There is no damn way that this guy is making all these decisions in regards to policy. There is, it, it is absolute. My son, my children, their children that aren't even born yet can make better decisions than what's going on right now. Joe Biden don't even know where to put his damn pen. 
That guy could not even finish a damn sentence. He could not even finish. Do I have that hooked up? You know, I'm going to let me do something here. This I was not expecting to do this. And I think I played it. Let me pull it up here. You guys just bear with me for one second. I'm going to pull this up because this is horrifying to me. This is absolutely horrifying to me. I'm pulling up Rocky Stucci Media right now. By the way, how is everybody doing um, that is watching on OpsLens, that is watching on Rocky Stucci Media Facebook page, and, of course, my peeps over there on YouTube? You know, the, the YouTube family, uh, a lot of you son of a bitches, man, you've been around for a long time with the meatball. I'm going to play this. Uh, stand by. Listen to this crap. Listen to this. this to Hold on. Let me start this over. Listen to this. Yet, but ordered. We expect these additional 200 million doses to be delivered this summer. And some of it will come as early, begin to come in early summer, but by the, mid, by the midsummer that this vaccine will be there. And the order, and, and, and that increases the total vaccine order in the United States by 50%, from 400 million order to 600 million. This is enough vaccine to fully vaccinate 300 Americans by end of the summer, the beginning of the fall. But we want to make, look, that's, I want to repeat, it'll be enough to fully vaccinate 300 Americans to beat this pandemic. There is no way in God's green earth that this guy is, you know, here's the thing, you know, when, when they went for Article 25, um, that was not for Trump. That was not for Trump. There is no way this guy sits down and writes 20 some executive orders because his brain is capable of not even signing a damn executive order. He don't even know what he's signing. But yet he has this miraculous plan to destroy the economy. Oh, mind you. Mind you, they're thinking about and they're going to go and try to tax more gasoline because of global warming. Global warming. Do you guys realize that the same things that we're talking about now is the same bullshit that we talked about during the Obama presidency? Global warming. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Our planet does whatever the hell it wants. It does whatever the hell it wants to do. Like it or not, it's going to do it. Um, what happened when we were under an ice age and the snow started melting uh, Did the new humans and the Neanderthals, were they freaking the hell out because they were thinking that they're under some kind of global warming, that they're going to bake like a bunch of raisins? This is what the planet wants to do. And the thing that we cannot do, the thing that we should not be doing, which we are, is trying to play God. We should not be trying to play God and creating all these brilliant ideas to save the planet. It, you know, I was crucified for years talking about atmospheric injections i was crucified as a radical conspiracy theorist because i talked about them putting aluminum into the earth's atmosphere to deflect the sun well apparently that was a conspiracy theory i was talking about the effects of aluminum that they spray that does not get into the atmosphere and when that aluminum falls into our soil the catastrophic damages it does to our health Google it, folks. Spend a little damn time looking this shit up. Google it. Bill Gates talks about it. Now it's mainstream. Now it's not a conspiracy theory, and it's all no big deal, right? We've been watching them spray the skies for years. We're so tuned. We're so programmed into seeing it. Now it's no big deal. We see it in movies. We see it every time we go outside. Oh, no, those are contrails, Rocky. Sure. Okay. And they're taking these soil samples in, in states like Montana, in California, in Oregon, in Seattle, I mean, Washington. And you do the research on this, and you look at the how many millions of parts 
over the suggested safe levels of aluminum is in the soil. This is exactly why Monsanto is making corn and soybeans to be able to grow in toxified soil that is saturated with aluminum. Who owns the majority of farmland now in the United States? Bill Gates! But I'm just a conspiracy theorist. What the hell do I know, right? It scares me, folks, that, you you know, here's the thing. Everything that I always thought was a conspiracy theory is actually a conspiracy, but there's so many pseudo-academics out there that they fringe when they hear these things, and, you know, they look at it as a radical conspiracy theory, so they don't do the research, which then allows this stuff to happen. Now, here's my question. With all these climate activists out there, these psychotic mentally deranged climate activists out there that are trying to play God and trying to manipulate our weather, that are trying to um, embed our atmosphere with aluminum and barium. How do we fix that? Once our planet goes into a cooling cycle, we can't take that out. Whatever we put in the atmosphere, we can't take back out. So when the planet decides, when Mother Earth decides to go back into a cooling cycle, it's going to be catastrophic. It ain't going to just be a regular ice age. It's going to be a deep freeze. Unlivable conditions, deep freeze. But you know what it is? It's a money generator. It's a money generator. That's exactly what it is. They're going to scare the shit out of you. They're going to make you think that the sea levels are going to rise so much that the entire damn country is going to be underwater. And all they have to do is plant a thought to change your mind. That's all they have to do. That's all it does is just plant that seed. Plant that seed of doubt, right? Plant that seed of doubt. But who am I? I'm just a freaking guy, right? I'm just, I'm just a guy. What do I know, right? I'm not an academic. I'm not college educated. Hell, I didn't even graduate high school. I got my GED. What do I know? What do I know? You know what? Here's the thing. I'm glad I didn't go to universities. I'm glad I didn't go to college. Uh, because the people that are coming out of these universities are radicalized socialist Marxists. And now we have a president that can't even finish a sentence. He cannot finish a sentence. He's talking about millions of vaccines that are going to save 300 people, and he don't even flinch. He don't even flinch. Folks, seriously, is this reality? Pinch yourself. No, seriously, pinch yourself. I don't know if, if, if the people that voted for Biden, uh, I don't know if they're afraid. I don't know if they have. Di- I don't think they have enough balls to admit that they were wrong. But I'm telling you something, man. There's some sinister shit going on, and now you know with keeping the National Guard in Washington D.C. for who knows how long that they're going to keep their their peasant soldiers in D.C. Who knows? They're talking March, and then in March it's going to be April, and April is going to be May. Before you know it, we're going to be a fully militarized country that is going to be enforcing us peasants, on what to do and what not to do. You know, I don't live in a basement. I'm not afraid of the world. Um, I'm afraid of my country failing because of some radical asses that are running this country. Um, You know, we're talking about Donald Trump wanting to make America great again. We're talking about Donald Trump wanting to bring manufacturing back into the United States. Um, that was racist to him. We were talking about Donald Trump putting a band, not on Muslims, right? But even though the media wants to word it as if it was Muslims, it was radicalized countries. And in these radicalized countries, they were a majority Muslim. 
President Trump did not say, we're putting a travel ban on all Muslims coming to the United States. He says, we're putting a travel ban on these countries from coming to the United States. Now Joe Biden does it, and it's a, it's an act, of, it's, a miracle, it's, it's a miracle. I mean, he's saving us, he's protecting us. The hypocrisy is so painful, folks, that I don't even know what to say anymore. I don't even know how to verbalize what I want to say because I become so shocked on this madness, this disgusting madness that we're witnessing in this country. And we sit back and we're like, oh, hey, we're putting somebody on a $20 bill. Oh, whew, that'll save our economy. It's amazing how simple people's minds are diverted. Oh, we're, let's, let's, hey, let's fight over who's on the $20 bill. We're not talking about Portland. We're not talking about Washington. We're not talking about radicalized Antifa. It's the white nationalists that keep coming up. The white nationalists. Uh, who who are we talking about with on the show? Was it Donna Fiducia? And she mentioned uh, President Trump. 400 rallies, somewhere in that tune. I don't know for sure what the number was. I know it was a shit ton. Not one bit of violence. All those disgusting white nationalists, even though there's black, Asians, Latinos, Native Americans. But the media sells the ticket, folks. The media sells the ticket, and these weak-minded people, they take it and they run with it, and damn it, I'm pissed off about it. I, I really am pissed off, heartbroken, disappointed, um, nervous for the future of this country, uh, because you know damn well that there's countries right now. You know damn well that there's countries right now that are just sitting aside. This has been the strategic for decades, is to let America implode from within, put certain seeds into our government, put certain seeds into our educational system, and let them evolve. Let them evolve and spew their anti-American rhetoric to their students. Let them get into politics. Let them get into Congress. And let them implement the plan. There is the real plan, not your QAnon plan, right? Hate to break your heart, folks, but President Trump is not our president anymore. And I wish I didn't have to say that, but he is not. I wish he was still here doing what he does. I didn't even open an article yet because there's so much I want to talk about. I share your anger. I share your frustration. I really do. Um, before we continue, though, let me do this really quick uh, because I don't do it enough. Um, everybody knows um, Verve. I talk about it all the time. Uh, go to Verve Forever. Uh, Get Verve Now is the website. GetVerveNow.com. Uh, it is CBD oil. Uh, it, it, they have veteran. Uh, they have athletic. They, they have uh, the Verve. This here that I'm pointing at right here, the V-tape. My wife uses this. She has tendonitis in her elbow. And she wears this, the V-tape every day. You can wear it more than once. And uh, she said it helps her dramatic, uh, tremendously. I'm not one of those guys that pretend I'm sponsoring something. I'm not one of those guys that pretend I use a product just so I can sell it on the show. Uh, we use it. Uh, TK is my brother. He is the owner of Verve. Uh, we get our products from him. And if I don't use a product, I'm not going to pretend I do. I, being a voice on the radio is a very powerful thing. And uh, I'm not going to manipulate the thoughts of people. So go to getverbnow.com, use code word VERV50, and get 50% off your uh, Verve orders. So I want to talk about something. This is another thing that I talked about probably four or five years ago. I need you all to sit down for a second. Again, Mr. Conspiracy Theory here. We're talking about Syria. Um, Syria has been prime real estate for many a decades. 
there has been multiple attempted coups uh, within the Syrian government conducted by, of course, you know, our elected officials uh, or the agencies that are ran by our elected officials. And, uh, you know, the one thing I was so damn proud about with Donald Trump, President Trump, was his um, no war. No war. Donald Trump did not have caravans of immigrants piled up at our southern border because immigrants realize that, damn it, there's going to be consequences if you want to try to come into this country illegally. Um, We didn't have wars in the Middle East. We didn't have wars in Africa because these countries know that they don't have your typical politician in office. They know that there's consequences to actions and there's diplomacy. How many other presidents stepped foot in North Korea? No, no. Only thing I can remember is, is, is Obama miles away looking through those big binoculars in North Korea because, you know, he's a little sensitive, right? He didn't have his little bicycle with a little bell to ride to the border. No. What did President Trump do? He walked right up to it, stepped right in. That's what a leader does. Fearless. You can hate what Trump said all you want. You can despise the terminology of Trump. But damn it, a whole hell of a lot of you that thought he was disgusting are sure as hell going to miss his ass in about six months. So now I'm going to get into something deep here. So we already have convoys going in, moving into Syria. Now we can all go all the way back to Benghazi, right? We can really get into the rabbit hole about things. And, you know, we can do future shows about this. We can get certain people on in regards to really what happened in Benghazi because we are, we are funding radical groups to go into Syria to overthrow the Assad regime. The white helmets, you know, we heard, you know, everybody doing the hand of the shape of the heart. Wow, these white helmets are going to help and all these people being destroyed in the rubble. Um, do some research on that. They're infiltrated as well. Every direction we look, there is infiltration to manipulate every single situation. So back to endless wars, U.S. military convoys enter northern Syria. I'm going to get into something here, folks, because I'm going to explain to you why this is happening. But it says right here from uh, frontpagemag.com. A large U.S. military convoy, according to I-24 News, entered northern Syria on Thursday. Reportedly, the convoy included some 40 trucks and armed vehicles and was backed from the air by helicopters. Is Dottie Old Joe Plain an American military misadventure in Syria? It wouldn't be any surprise. Now, why Syria? That's the question. Why Syria? And this is where... Uh, I'm sure some of you are aware of where I'm going on this. I did a show about three years ago, four years ago, and uh, we talked about Golan Heights. Golan Heights, technically, this is where people lose their shit with me, right? Because apparently you can't ever talk about Israel without people losing their damn mind, right? When you are completely brainwashed not to criticize a country, when you can criticize your own country, but you can't criticize a country like Israel— um, boy, I tell you something, that is scary, right? And I'm not criticizing Israel, but it don't matter. This conversation, I will get emails from people out there because they're going to lose their shit because of what I'm about to say. Golan Heights is not Israel. It is not Israel territory. Israel took it as theirs, right? We can debate this all freaking day. We can debate it all day. And I'm going to explain to you why Israel, and it's so important that Israel has this land at Golan Heights because it has the richest oil field in the world. The richest oil field in the world. Um, let me get this here. 
a U.S. Listen to this. A U.S.-based oil company. It's called Genie Energy. Genie Energy. Um, it uh, it's been drilling in what they're saying Israeli-occupied Golan Heights, which is legally part of Syria, and uh, while at the same time potentially uh, endangering precious water supplies. There we go again with the water. Uh, but there's a reason why I'm also bringing this up because I want to tell you on who is part of the board of directors of this oil company, Genie Energy. Let me scroll down here a little bit, and I can tell you exactly, as soon as I find it here, I will tell you uh, Rupert Murdoch is part of the board of directors with the Genie Corporation. Dick Cheney is part of the board of directors of the Genie Corporation. Um, Let's see, uh, Lord Jacob Rothschild. Uh, I don't know if he's still alive or not. He may be dead. This article now, this is one of the articles I had from a couple years ago. Um, And so shocking, shocking, James Woosley is part of the board of directors um, of the Genie Corporation in uh, Syria, the Golan Heights area. And you also look at Syria and you look at their their pipelines, oil pipelines. You have an Iranian pipeline and you also have the um, Iraqi pipeline. And then you also have the ports. So you have a pipeline going in, up into, through Turkey. And then, of course, you have the ports where you can ship oil wherever you want to ship it. So it's a power grab. That's what it is. Trump wasn't interested in that because Trump made the United States oil independent, right? So Trump had no interest into going in and continuing this saga into Syria, If you go back and you look at pictures of Syria 20 years ago, it was no different than the United States. It was no different. Women were walking around in bikinis. People were enjoying their life. They're a nationalist country. Their oil went back into their pockets. I have no problem with that because that's what the United States is doing. And it's crazy how these politicians that come on to the platform and they preach their bullshit to you, they spew their crap and give you their political speeches that they're doing this for the American people. The media is going to go out and create all this hatred towards Syrian regimes and justify us going into these countries and completely destroying the lives of not militants, but of the fathers and of the mothers. You have children walking all over Syria that don't have arms, that lost their legs, uh, that are that are fosters because their parents were killed in some kind of an explosion because certain agencies hire radical groups to go in and create mass chaos. I don't know if you can probably remember one called ISIS, which they're back again. I don't know if anybody heard that part either, uh, but they're back to killing people. They're back to doing the radical stuff again. This mysteriously, once Joe Biden became president, ISIS and their attacks are now continuing on. Isn't it weird how this works? Isn't it weird? Because now we're going to have to go in and get the bad guy. So ISIS is back. Taliban will probably come back again. Probably one of our convoys will be sacrificed and blown up. And then we'll have Taliban or ISIS claim responsibility for it. The American people are going to get really pissed off. And that's going to justify us going back in because Trump pulled all the troops, brought them all back home, which he should have done. It's just the world that we live in, folks. It's been like this for decades. It's been like this for centuries. It's been like this for centuries. And it's one of those things that the more you learn, the more your stomach twists, the more disgusted you get. 
and the less respect you have for what we witness, you know, in on political hill, you know, with, with uh, these politicians and their justification of these actions. And the more you realize that the mainstream media is only out to manipulate the way you think about things or justify the actions around the world. This is nothing new. This is nothing new. Look it up for yourself, folks. Don't take my word. Don't ever take my word for anything. I'm not coming here and throwing the word truth out to you folks. That drives me nuts when people do that. They, they stop their stamp like everything they say is the facts and is the truth. Just do your own research. Come to your own conclusions. But it's heartbreaking. But we become so comfortable in this country, it's hard for us. Unless you're an older, like us, 40s, 50s, 60s, we've experienced war, right? Uh, we've experienced tragedies in this country. We've seen some pretty bad things. These newer generations, they've never experienced any of this. They're too comfortable. They're too comfortable. And, um, you know, I'm a humanitarian. I, I don't care what God you pray to. I don't care the color of your skin. You have, at a global scale, have the right to life. You have the right to opportunity. You have the right to have a family and to love your children. And there is no country that should have the power to dictate that part. Your happiness, your lifestyle. I mean, there's people starving all around the world. Where's the United Nations? There's nowhere to be found. We pick and choose what we want to be pissed off about. We pick and choose it. And we're okay with that. And then what we do is we get caught up on who we're going to put on a $20 bill. Or we're going to be posting Bernie Sanders memes all over social media. And that is our reality. That's our reality. Bottom of the hour, Brick. I'm going to go clear my throat. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Situation Room. I am Rocky Stucci. Got a lot to talk about, folks. Stand by. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you something right now. I really can't wait to get to the great country of Texas. This situation going on here in the Twin Cities, where our governor uh, is going to attack the rich with his Marxist views. He's going to start taxing the rich to pay for the little Marxist little shits that are running around destroying businesses. Welcome to America, bitches. That's right, folks. Governor Waltz is going to uh, go after the rich. He is going to go after the rich uh, in the state of Minnesota, um, and he is going to hold them people that worked hard, that built businesses, that became successful, because there ain't much middle class left in Minnesota because they all lost their shit because of COVID, and the governor shut them all down. So now he has to go after he has to go after the wealthy. He has to go after the wealthy in the state of Minnesota. And um, take some of their hard-earned money. Uh, a lot of these people started with nothing. They started from scratch, and they built these businesses up, and now they're going to get punished for it in this communist state of Minnesota because somehow they need to figure out the way to pay for the damages of the Minneapolis riots during uh, the George Floyd riots. And so the innocent people are going to be paying the bill for that. On top of uh, the gas going up, Already going up uh, in uh, all over the country, and uh, I heard today uh, during you know the John Kerry press conference, oh, John Kerry, <laughs> gotta get this. I, mm, don't go there, Rock. Um, they are going to be um, attempting to tax gas 
They're going to add a gas tax uh, for global warming. For global. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. God, I thought those days were behind us. No, no, we're back to fighting over who shits in what bathroom. We're back to global warming. <laughs> we're back to allowing men play in women's sports. As a matter of fact, before we continue, uh, we're going to get to that here. But I want to show you guys um, a new site that I have here. This is the new site uh, that we have. It is called uh, the Patriotic Report, uh, patrioticreport.com. If you go to the homepage, um, this media here that you guys are seeing, it gets updated two times a day, 8 o'clock in the morning, Central Standard Time, and 8 o'clock at night, Central Standard Time. Um, so these are from all conservative sites, and I do throw in some middle-leaning sites because I don't want to be biased. But uh, this gets updated every single day, not just a couple, but throughout the whole day. Look at that. Pakistan threatens U.S.-based Muslims with blasphemy prosecution. Twitter promotes Sharia law. Here we go. Here we go, bitches. Texas judge blocks Biden plan to pause deportation. That's why I can't wait to get to Texas, bitches. So, yeah, um, you guys, please get over there, man. You can subscribe. Um, it is the patrioticreport.com. Uh, I don't, from this site here, I do not send a lot of emails. Um, in fact, I haven't even sent one out yet. Uh, some people sign up for the rsmedia.us, uh, and that way they get a, a daily email, one in the morning, of uh, some updates on stuff. But get your asses over there. It is the patrioticreport.com. Uh, just put it in your favorites and just get there every day and just kind of scroll through it and see if there's information there that helps you. Uh, and kind of dissect the uh, matrix of confusion. Uh, we call that mainstream media. So I uh, appreciate all you guys. Uh, we're, we're trying to do everything we can, and, and your contributions help. Um, we have a great group of people that have contributed to the show, and and this is what that creates. Um, so I'm grateful for that. It allows us. We got three different sites, and we need more because the more that we keep getting shut down, we need to keep building up, Right. Um, you know, that is, that's a legit honorable statement. It's for everyone they shut down. We want to start three more up, uh, because I've never seen this before. I've never seen the attack on the conservatives in this country. Like I ever have, we're going to see our second amendment literally going under attack now any day. If it's not already started, uh, they're going to start taxing the hell out of gun purchases, ammunition purchases. It's just weird. Right. And you know, when I say these things, it's not that I'm afraid of change. I don't think a lot of you really are afraid of change. But what we're looking at is, is for one, as a constitutionalist, that is the heartbeat of this country. Our constitution is the heartbeat of this country. And to get these radical Marxists into our government that spit on it, and then you got these people, they can't even recite the damn Pledge of Allegiance. These are people dictating constitutional law, right? Um, they're... they're they're going against everything that that Constitution represents, and that's change that I don't want. I want to keep that Constitution and everything it represents, and I don't want the attack on it. And that's what we're witnessing right now. But let's get to uh, 
gender confusion. And I'm actually glad that I even have friends on the left that are starting to bark back against this. Um, Damn, we talked so much about, you know, who's going to take a shit in what bathroom, you know, uh, back in the days uh, when we were doing the situation with John Ward. Uh, It's, it's, again, I sit here and I I wonder, I, I wonder if this is just a distraction, right? Because they grab these things like abortion. They grab these things like abortion. Um, uh, gender identity, uh, what's your damn pronoun? Uh, they really mean nothing it, like the, the the bathroom situation or what bathroom somebody can go use. It has nothing to do with our economy. It has nothing to do with policy, uh, but it has everything to do with turning people into a bunch of rabid savages on social media. And then we sit there and fight for days and argue with strangers all freaking day long about who can shit in what bathroom or what girl or dude can play what sport, Right. Scary stuff. Let me get to it. Um, right here. I have an article here. Two biological males now hold 15. Two biological males now hold 15 women's state championship titles in Connecticut. Female athletes are fighting back. Two biological males. What kind of man? Really? <laughs> God. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm talking about this. Oh, God, help us. I I just want to pause for a prayer, folks. Dear Lord, if you can hear my voice, man, clean house, brother. Do your shit, bro. We need you now. Damn it. What kind of man does it take to be so pathetic? Keep it clean, Rock. Keep it clean. Don't get fined. I'm going to get kicked off networks. I swear to God, I'm going to snap my ass here in about two seconds. What kind of man does it take? where he's so damn pathetic with his little emotional state and his little fake vagina that he has behind his legs that he needs to go uh, put on a wig and identify as a woman so he can go play women's sports because he knows he's going to dominate some of those sports, like wrestling. Don't say it. Don't say it. That ain't no man. But I got bad news for them. Biologically, they are, Right? Um, there's something psychologically deranged in somebody's brain when you have to sit here and identify as a different fucking gender. Damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Where you have to identify. I'm in trouble. I don't even care. You know what? Screw it. We just went over the edge. Let's go. Come on. Let's do it. Let's go down with a bang. When you need to identify as a gender because your ass is so pathetic and you probably got mommy issues that you feel accomplished by going and whooping a woman's ass in wrestling, right? No matter how many wigs you wear, no matter what you put in your little chest to make those little titties bounce, no matter if you get your penis cut off or not, man, you are still a dude. Biologically, no matter what you want to say, no matter what the left wants to say, no matter how much they want to coddle your little psychopathic, freaking pathetic views, you're a dude. And you should be playing football with men and getting your ass whooped. Just saying. You should be on that wrestling mat with men and getting your ass whooped. You know, I'm sorry, ladies. I'm so you know, let me back up for a second. I played football with a female my entire life. Uh, I played football all the way up until a semi-professional level. I love football. 
Um, I had a whole hard time when the communist agenda got infiltrated within our political sports. I really did. I had a hard time with that because football is in my blood. It's in my heart. It's who I am, right? Uh, I started playing football since I was in second grade, and, and I played with this girl named Mary. Uh, her dad's name was Perry. He was a great freaking guy, man. And uh, Mary played ball. But you know what? She got no special treatment. And I think she was a center. What? Shit. <laughs> no, I don't think she was a center. I can't remember now. I think she was. She might have been. I got to call my dad and ask him. Damn it. Um, Mary got no special treatment. Her father did not ask for special treatment. She didn't ask for special treatment. Mary went and played all the way up into and through high school. Um, it, she was not trying to prove a feminist point at all. Um, she was just one of those women that football was in her blood, and everybody accepted that. Nobody judged her any differently. Um, and the fact is, is that it, it was not politicized. I grew up playing with her. Well, that sounded really weird. Um, I grew up playing football with her, right? What? Damn it. So shot, man. We might as well just start over. Um, and that's different, right? Now we have these these dudes. Here, let me just let me just say this. In the state of Connecticut, two biological males holding 15 women's state championship titles that were once held by 10 different women. Girls. They identifies as she's women, vaginas, boobs, all that stuff. Um, Elena Smith is one of the female athletes forced to compete against. Two males who now identify as a woman. I got plenty of gay friends. They're dudes. Very feminine. Let them be feminine and let them be dudes and let them be gay, whatever they want. But they are not going to go do this bullshit. And if they want to go put on a dress in the room, don't give a shit. I really don't. They're good people. They treat me like a man. I treat them like a man. Right? I mean, whatever. Didn't know where I was going with that. It says right here, even before I get back to the track, I already know that I'm going to get first place or maybe even second place, Elena said. And it's really hard knowing that because I know that no matter how hard I work, I won't be able to have a top spot. Um, now, track, I think, is a little bit different, right? Um, I don't know the science between a woman's body and a man's body when it comes to running. Um, when I was in track, I did shot put in discus. I'm sure there are some mechanical differences. Uh, but it says here, but Elena is taking a stand along with her 16-year-old athlete, Selena Sowell, uh, with the help of the Alliance Defending Freedom, the ADF. Elena and Selena have filed a complaint with the United States Department of Education Office of Civil Rights, who has agreed to investigate. What the hell do you mean has agreed to investigate? This shit's been going on since the Obama era. I mean, hell, you get sued if you don't bake a cake for somebody during the Obama era. Uh, you know, folks, again, I don't know. Seriously, I, I don't know if this is just some kind of a diversion, but it angers me, and I have to talk about it. I don't know if this is a diversion to get people like you and me upset so we sit here and we talk about these things. Meanwhile, we're over there in the Middle East and Africa just raising holy hell, but we're not paying attention to it. Uh, we have all these initiatives being set with global warming. Here, let me do a sound effect with that. I'm going to start doing the sound effect with uh, global warming, bitches. Oh, I love that. I got my. That's what I did all day today. I set up my other mixer board just so I could do that sound effect. It took me like two hours just for that sound effect. Just, I'm losing my shit. Um, again, I don't know. It just it angers me, right? 
um, men, women, mothers, fathers, listen, I don't have a daughter, but I would love to know your thoughts. You have a daughter, and your daughter shows up to a sport, and all of a sudden, big old Tyrone, 350-pound Tyrone, has to wrestle your daughter or has to go uh, shot put against your daughter. And your daughter loses legitimate university opportunities because Tyrone and David, who sit there and tuck their balls between their legs and put on a wig and say, damn it, I'm a girl because I'm going to come and beat all these bitches at this game. You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about that? Where they're losing scholarships. Now, are universities going to look at dudes and give them a woman's scholarship too at the same time? It's so confusing. You know, and I don't want to be biased to my argument because I know I joked about it and I took a whole shitload for it, you know, about the whole locker room thing. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have objections. This is what I said, what got me in trouble. I wouldn't have jet objections if a girl wanted to identify as a dude and come and change a locker room next to me, you know what I'm saying? Boy, did I take shit for that. Um, and I was just joking, but, you know, apparently people don't have a sense of humor. But damn it, man, you think about it. You know, this, this big old David over here, 300 pounds, who tucks his balls between his legs, uh, goes into a woman's locker room it, just simply because he said he identifies as a woman. And, you know, you, this could be this crazy-ass rapist, a crazy-ass pedophile pervert. And because of his feelings, feelings, sick of feelings, right? Because of his feelings and his emotions, folks, if you feel like you have a vagina and you wake up and you'd rather put makeup on and not wear men's underwear and you want to wear a G-string, it's okay. You can call yourself a woman. That makes it unjustifiable for you to go into a woman's locker room and you can go change in front of six-year-old little girls because your feelings. If you'd like to learn more about feelings, just go to 1-800-FEELINGSMYASS.COM, bitches. (laughs) my god i'm losing my mind this world has gone damn crazy this world has gone damn crazy so uh i'm gonna keep an eye on this uh in regards to this situation i i don't know if i'm gonna keep an eye on it just because it's it's whatever you know it's it's obama version two it's the same shit uh let's see now uh how many people are gonna sue for not baking cakes uh, let's see the sympathizers that we're going to start getting. So now we're, you know, again, because we're already white nationalists, uh, you know, we're already uh, radicals just because we're conservatives. Uh, we need to be put in education camps, uh, you know, to kind of train how we think, right? To change the way we think because we love our country and we think what they're doing is bullshit. So we need to be reprogrammed. Um, I don't know, just really weird stuff. Just uh, really weird stuff. But I posted something the other day and uh I found it intriguing. Now, I wasn't able to uh, backtrack this article to the actual individual, the woman that posted this article, but I did share it to Rocky Stucci Media's Facebook page. But um, let me do something here really quick. I got to get better at this. Uh, Before we continue, I just want to let everybody know, uh, Kick-Ass Beef Jerky, they have been with me for months, folks. Uh, They send me, I think, honestly, I'm not going to lie, I think one time I overdosed. That is possible. I just want to let everybody know that it is possible to overdose on beef jerky. They sent me a big-ass box of everything. They sent me the Bloody Mary mix, which is freaking phenomenal. I'm not a big Bloody Mary guy, 
But this recipe, however they make it, is perfect. You put a couple beef sticks in that son of a bitch, a couple olives with some some garlic stuffed in that olive. But uh, they sent me a big old box, and I couldn't stop eating it. But uh, if you go to kickassbeefjerky.com, they have tons of products. I mean, it, here, let me see. Their Bloody Mary mix is absolutely phenomenal. Let me see. Do we got it here? Let me see. Pickled. Right here. Kick, right here, the Bloody Mary stuff. It, it, it'll blow your mind, honest to God. You can buy the pack right here. Now, it's $55 regular. If you use code word meatball, you get 15% off of that. But it comes with asparagus. It comes with uh, garlic-stuffed olives. It comes with the beef sticks in the Bloody Mary mix. And, boy, that is a perfect Sunday right there. That's great for the Super Bowl game if you guys are watching the Super Bowl. But, again, just go to kickassbeefjerky.com. Use the code word meatball to make sure you get that discount. And you can use it every time you go. It's not a one-time deal. Uh, kickassbeefjerky.com, use code word meatball, and get 15% off your beef jerky um, orders. Um, it, it's a relief to me that we see some youth that are starting to see things for what they really are. Um, I don't mind. I don't mind people coming at me. I, I promise you, even we did a psychic call and show last night. Um, every Tuesday night, we have Mother Ellen on the show. She is a psychic. I'm way into it. I love it. I love paranormal stuff. I, I go ghost hunting. It's my thing. I've been doing it for years. I love it. Um, I have a psychic show and people call and, or send me messages. It's like you can't ever say anything right. It's, just, it's what we choose to do, folks. It's part of the package, right? I actually kind of enjoy that it's in a weird, sadistic, disgusting way. I, I enjoy hearing some of your radical messages. But, hey, carry on. I digress. Um, it it does humble me to know that there are parents out there like a lot of you that are educating your children wisely, um, that are helping them understand the world for what it is. I I I choose my language in front of my children very carefully because uh, I believe in free will. I believe in free thought. Um, if somebody came up to me and they says, "Well, what if one of your children become a liberal?" I'm like, "Well, if they're well researched on what they do." And their belief is that belief, that is their right, right? I can't take that away from them. Just like somebody said, what if your son came up to you and said he was gay? Well, then he's gay. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just like not talk to my child for the rest of their life because who they choose to bed with or because their political view is different than mine? No, I'm a bigger man than that. I teach my kids free will is important. I just also encourage them to truly understand their belief system to research their belief system. Don't believe something because the media tells you to believe it. That's where I stand on all that. But I saw this article and I posted it on rsmedia.us. I don't do this much, but I thought it was pretty profound and I wanted to share it. This was from a young girl. Um, It's great perspective and it's well worth talking about. Uh, This article was written by a 26-year-old girl. She's a college student and her name was Alyssa. That was all I could. That's all I could get for this information. Uh, I'm trying to find the source because she deserves credit for this, right? Um, she is going to school right now. Uh, she's a grad student going to school to get her MBA. And uh, these are her words. I'm going to read her words, and I'm going to try to do it without my glasses. So bear with me. It says, my generation is blind to the prosperity around us. I'm sitting in a small coffee shop near Nokomis, Florida. Trying to think of what to write about. I scroll through the news feed on my phone, looking at the latest headlines of presidential candidates calling for policies to fix the so-called injustice of capitalism. 
I put my phone down and continued to look around. That's just take it in. I see people talking freely, working on their MacBooks and ordering food that they get in an instant. Seeing cars go by outside, it all dawned on me. We live in the most privileged time, in the most prosperous nation, and we become completely blind to it. Now, she's referring to her generation. Vehicles, food, technology, freedom, to associate with whom we choose. These things are so integrated in our in American way of life, we don't give them a second thought. We are so well off here in the United States that our poverty lines begin 31 times above the global average. 31 times above the global average. That sounds like some serious oppression to my ass. <laughs> Virtually no one in the United States is considered poor by global standards. Understand that, by global standards. Yet, in a time where we can order a product off Amazon with one click and have it at our doorstep the next day, we are unappreciative, unsatisfied, and ungrateful. Our unappreciation is evident as the popularity of socialist policies among my generation continue to grow. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, let me change that. Here, sound effect time. Let's do this. Our unappreciation is evident as the popularity of socialist policies among the generation continues to grow. Congresswoman Alexandria (laughs) Ocasio-Cortez recently said to newsfeed, Talking about the millennial generation, an entire generation which is now becoming one of the largest electorates in America came of age and never saw American prosperity. Never saw American prosperity. Let that sink in. When I first read that statement, I thought to myself, that was quite literally the most entitled and factually illiterate thing I have ever heard in my 26 years on this earth. Many people, many young people agree with her, which is entirely misguided. My generation being indoctrinated by a mainstream narrative to actually believe we have never seen prosperity. I know this firsthand. I went to college. Let's just say I didn't have the popular opinion, but I disagree. Why then, with all the overwhelming evidence around us, evidence that I can see even see sitting at a coffee shop, do we not view this as prosperity? We have people who are dying to get into our country. People around the world, destitute and truly impoverished. Yet, we have young generations convicted, convinced, I'm sorry, convinced they never seen prosperity, and as a result, we elect some politician who are dead set on taking steps toward abolishing capitalism. Why? The answer is this. Her words. My generation has only seen prosperity. We have no contrast. We didn't live in the Great Depression or live through two world wars. We didn't live through the Korean War, the Vietnam War. And we didn't see the rise and fall of socialism and communism. 
We don't know what it's like to live without the internet, without cars, without smartphones. We don't have a prosperity problem. We have an entitlement problem, an ungratefulness problem, and it's spreading like the plague. I found that, even though it was a short read, that was a 26-year-old young lady. And I pray to God, I pray to God, Alyssa, if you hear my voice, girl, man, I hope you get into politics and whoop some ass. Because everything she said was, was spot on, right? Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Let me just double check my time. Okay, I got a couple minutes. Think about the fact that a lot of these younger generations have never been through any major uh, situations globally, right? And now, some of them have seen 9-11. Some of them haven't. I think my boy, I can't even remember if he was born, my oldest son. No, he wasn't even born yet. Uh, they don't know this tragedy. Uh, you know, going through the Great Depression, going through World War I, World War II, uh, Korean War, Vietnam War. Um, those were wars that, that impacted the planet, that impacted people. Uh, when you talk about the Holocaust, I mean, there's people that actually think the Holocaust never happened. You talked about the amount of Chinese that got killed during World War II, the amount of Russians that got killed during World War II. You live through a time like that, you understand and you'd be a lot more grateful of what you have now. But these universities are teaching this hatred for these to these children, and these children have no idea of what they're truly asking for, what they're fighting for. We see them marching in the streets. We see them bashing out windows. They're saying right now in Oregon and Portland, all these little baby thugs running around Portland, they're all in their middle 20s. Most of them are white, and they're all college-educated. And they're smashing um, federal buildings. They're smashing businesses. Media's not even talking about it. The same universities that are teaching this hatred for America, now these students are out in the streets like savages, and they're demanding socialism. They're demanding communism. But they will never understand what they are truly fighting for until they actually get what they want. And that's the scary part. Because once you got it, you ain't going to be able to give it back. Once you got it, you ain't going to be able to give it back. So that's the world that we live in, folks. And uh, people like you and people like me, all we're trying to do is be a voice uh, trying to help people, these younger kids, understand we're trying to fight to keep what we have because you and me and so many other people that are hearing me or watching me, we know the consequences of the actions of what they're fighting for. We just want to be heard too, but yet our voices are being shut down everywhere. And if that don't scare the shit out of you, I don't know what does, folks. All right, get your asses back here tomorrow night for another episode of The Situation Room. Visit the website, thepatrioticreport.com, rsmedia.us, and streamingtalkradio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, love the hell out of each and every one of you. Until tomorrow, never forget rule number one. Don't take shit from nobody. Good night, everybody.